everyone. Welcome to the show. Happy Thursday. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Pete Callender here. 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110 for all you freeloaders. Uh, and uh, <laughs> there's actually people now, are you one of these people like you don't want to call the 800 numbers because they're it's not local? Even though you don't pay for it, but it's like it doesn't seem like a local number. Yeah, like businesses are dropping lo- their 800 numbers. Anyway, I don't know why I'm saying this, but regardless, we still have an 800 number. 800 WBT 1110. You can also email Pete at the Pete Callender show. You can also hit me up on the Twitter. Uh, that is at Pete Callender. Uh, so some members of the Butler high school cheerleading team are going to face consequences after displaying a banner <laughs> that school officials deemed insensitive. Okay. Uh, so I got two questions here. Why and why, right? Why are they facing consequences and why is it insensitive? I am, and I'm, I'm being serious. Like, see, again, I, my own bias here is I attempt to find logically, uh, logically consistent standards. That's what I prefer. Logic. I prefer consistency. Now that I understand different situations and circumstances require different approaches sometimes and you know you got to look for nuance and complexity. I get all of that. I make those very arguments. However, when it comes to standards, you really should have a consistent standard for everybody to follow. And I can't see the consistent standard here for Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. Why are the cheerleaders facing consequences for this banner? So in case you haven't seen, which I think at this point, everybody uh, in America and half the planet has now seen this, uh, this video. Somebody shot video, you know, on their cell phone or whatever, I think. And they shot video at the high school football game. It occurred last Friday. It was Butler versus Catholic, uh, Charlotte Catholic. And... Yeah, I mean, which is really weird. Like, don't the Butlers know their place? That's anyway. Butler High School. You really you expect me to do this entire topic without mention, without one single joke about the Butler? I mean, I didn't even go like the Butler did it. I didn't even do that. <laughs> but I kind of just did. See, that's how you do the joke without doing the joke. Anyway, so Butler High School. The cheerleading team, they, uh, I guess it's their job, and you'll have to forgive me. Um, I don't know the protocols of cheer, so um, I don't know what their responsibilities are and the duties and all of that stuff. Um, I've always just, like, seen them yelling stuff. Uh, So they were there, and apparently one of the duties that they have is to make these big pieces of paper— and, uh, well, I guess they buy the paper. Although, I think they may have taped a whole bunch of smaller pieces of paper together to make a big piece of paper. And then the team, when they uh, when they start the game, and the team runs through the paper, and it breaks it all apart. Uh, sometimes hilarity ensues when the paper does not break apart, which would explain the need for the lots of small pieces of paper taped together. So, it's like breakaway. It's like a prop, you know? And so they like they rip through the paper and like, yeah, we're really psyched to be running through paper. And uh, so you write stuff on the paper and then that conveys a certain sentiment or a message. So when the people who are watching you run through the paper, 
if they're not psyched up, they get really psyched up. They're like, that guy just ran through paper. I'm totally going to cheer for him now. And, of course, the cheerleaders are telling me to cheer for them. So uh, that's the backdrop. Okay, somebody shoots a video of the paper, and the paper says, sniff, sniff. It's, it, that's, what it, that's what it says. Sniff, sniff. You smell that? Privilege. And the word privilege is written in white letters. With a dollar sign next to it. Sniff, sniff. You smell that? Privilege. And then they got dollar signs next to the... So get it? White letters. So it's white letter privilege. That's what I'm... That's what I think they meant. Sniff, sniff. You smell that? Dollar sign, white letter, privilege. No, seriously, what, what they're saying is that, get it, Charlotte Catholic, it's a private school. A bunch of rich white people go there, so you stink. Ha! Huh. And that's what they ran out onto the field. It's the equivalent of, like, the announcer, like, get it hyped up for your non-privileged team. And, you know, Butler runs out there, which does make sense, right? Because nobody could ever argue that the butler is privileged, right? That's, I mean, I guess less, maybe you work for a really good employer. Then you would be a privileged butler, right? Um, I actually knew a butler. He went to butlering school. There's a thing. I don't remember if it's called butlering school. Maybe it's like butlery or something. Um, but he was like an actual certified butler. And butlers, like he was uh, like a butler for hire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was bald. He had a lollipop. He would go out and solve crimes. No, I'm kidding. He was, uh, but you could actually rent his services and he would go with like your, like, let's say, uh, you know, your, I don't know, like the Charlotte Catholic uh, teaching staff and you're flying all around the world going on golf tours and stuff. Because I, I think that's right. That's what the Butler High School kids are saying that they're all privileged, right? So you fly all around the world and um, you, you know, you have your own private jet as all of the, I think all of the teachers at Charlotte Catholic have private jets, right? So they, they fly around the world with their private jets and they have their friends and they can't even be bothered to carry their own golf clubs or cut their own cigars. And so they bring a butler with them. And so this guy I knew, that was what he did. He would be the butler guy. He would, I mean, not the butler high school guy, but he would be a butler and he would go with the golf teams. He would go and like hang out on the plane. He'd get you all your drinks. He'd get your, whatever you needed, he was there. He would like, Iron your golf shirts. Do people iron golf shirts? I don't golf. Can you tell? So, no, I, I I don't know. But he was your butler. And he would be the whole team's butler for the whole trip. He made a lot of money. He tried to recruit me into doing it because he said I would be a really good butler. He did. I don't know why. He's not a good judge of character, apparently. Or skill sets. I think Boomer would be a really good butler. Boomer Von Cannon with a traffic update, but... He has been called to tell us traffic. Be more like Lurch, wouldn't I? Now you, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you don't think you'd make a good butler? If I could be like Lurch, yeah, just, just stare at people. You would not be able to hold uh, character that long. No. You would not. But wasn't that an incredible character for television? Yes, Lurch. <laughs> yes. I wonder how Lurch would play on the radio. <laughs> probably, probably not as well.
News Talk 1110-993 WBT. Pete Callender here. 704-570-1110. Serious question. Why why is the Butler High School cheerleading team facing any consequences at all for their banner that said, sniff, sniff, you smell that? Privilege. And it's written in white. Why? Why are they facing consequences for the banner, and why is it deemed insensitive? I don't understand. Isn't that what you guys have taught them? What am I missing? You don't get to spend... The last, what, three years, five years? Let's make it a little bit. How about this? You don't get to pay Ibram X. Kendi $500 a second to come lecture all of the leadership of the school district, all the principals and managers and teachers and all this. You don't get to spend, what, 20 thousand dollars to bring Kendi virtually to your staff in order to – and – and have the leadership read his stupid book. You don't get to do that. You don't get to infuse the classroom with, with these ideas and then penalize the kids because they learned, look, if anything, we should be rewarding these cheerleaders. They've actually apparently learned the garbage you guys have been teaching. Give it up. Sincerely, like you can't teach him to read or you can't teach him to perform math at grade level. But by God, we got them knowing what white privilege is. Seriously, bang up work. I mean, they misapplied it to Charlotte Catholic, but I mean, you know, baby steps. You got to look, you got to reward the kids when they, uh, you know, when they bark like the trained seals uh, you want them to be. So kudos to them for uh, internalizing and then regurgitating back out at you. The very white privilege, racialized, uh, uh, I was going to say propaganda, but, uh, well, propaganda. Good for you. It worked. And good for them. They performed exactly as you demanded. So why are they being punished? What's up? I don't get it. Why would you penalize them for that? And what's so insensitive about this is, these are your lessons. This is stuff that you guys have been communicating to all of the kiddies and what the uh, the folks at the college teaching uh, colleges have been teaching all of the future teachers too. I've look, I've got the stories here. You got to do NC State. Oh, and UNC Charlotte. They just got a three hundred thousand dollar grant to train student teachers on systemic racism in education. Really, I don't think the Butler kids should face any kind of punishment. Why should they? All they've done is learn your lessons. They learned it by watching you, okay? All right, let's go to the phones. Tim, welcome to the program. Hello, Tim. What's up? How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. What's up? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I just uh, wanted to comment on that that uh, privilege. Uh, I'm Catholic, and I sent my daughter to Catholic school. Uh, yeah, I'm kindergarten up through 12th grade. And uh, I had to work two jobs to do that and uh, give up a lot of luxuries. So I'm and a lot sure of time. Privilege part comes in. Yeah, and, well, and a lot of time as well, right? I mean, and what is time but units of yeah, your you life? Yeah, you invest in it personally. They, they don't just let you write a check and walk away. 
Right. Well, yeah, well, that too. Right. But I'm talking about the time that you spent working two jobs. That is time that you did not get to spend with your kid, with your family. That's a sacrifice. Those are units of your life that you traded in order to make uh, a better situation for your child. Absolutely. And I wish everyone had an opportunity to experience that kind of privilege. Yeah. (laughs) Get some people's minds right. (laughs) Uh, Well, look, there is... It is through, and I don't want to sound all North Korean here, but it is through work, right? That we we really do find reward and um, and fulfillment. People and people are happier when they feel like the stuff that they do matters. And uh, what you've just expressed—the fact—I mean, you're proud of that, rightfully so—that you worked that hard uh, for the benefit of your child. It's the same thing. I've said this before. Whenever you talk with people who start their own businesses, they always, you know, what they inevitably like. They want to talk about and they love talking about the hardest years that they had building the business. That's the stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the stuff that they remember. That's the stuff that they want to talk about. That's the inspiration story that they want to convey. And there's a reason for that. There, I, I think there is like there's something innately in us that that wants people to know it can be done. Like you can do this. I did it because I mean, I don't want to be insulting Tim, but like, you're not super special, right? Like anybody could have worked as, as much as you did. Right. Anyone. I imagine anyone could work as hard as I did (laughs) if they wanted to. If, ah, there you go. That's it. If they want to. And that's what makes, that does make you special is that if you want to, Tim, I I do appreciate the call, man. All right. All right. See ya. You too. Let me go over here to Dennis. Hello, Dennis. What's up? The uh, Butler cheerleaders should not be punished. They are simply presenting to the public what they're being taught in the school. Right. Concepts like white rage, uh, white privilege, white supremacy are all spinoff from CRT. They're learning that in the school, and they're showing that in the banner. Yeah. Ironically, the issue of privilege occurs with Butler in that that uh, facility has swimming pools, tennis courts, softball fields, baseball fields, and so forth. Charlotte Catholic has none of that. And then when the banner was displayed to the Charlotte Catholic parents, those parents are actually subsidizing the uh, salaries of the staff and the administrators (laughs) and the teachers over at Butler and all the physical uh, things that I just described. Oh, that's a great point, Dennis. Thank you. Oh, gosh, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Boom goes the dynamite right there. Look at that. <laughs> hey, by the way, Talktoberfest continues this evening, 7.30. Vince Coakley and Brett Winterbull will be your co-hosts on the uh, live stream. It's all happening at the WBT Facebook page. So if you go just to WBT Radio Facebook page, and uh, there should be about, uh, around 7.30, there should be a... Uh, a link that pops up and you'll see it. It'll just, it'll start a video feed and you just click that and then you're in and that's it. And then you can uh, join the chat. You can ask questions. They'll be chatting. They'll be talking. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've done, uh, 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 what, two of these already. I did the first one with Bo and then, uh, Brett Jensen and Mark Garrison did one last week. And then this week is, uh, Vince and Brett. And then I guess the last one on the last Thursday, it's everybody. So, I'm going to do that thing in old, like where I'm going to start talking every time and then like, oh, sorry, and like unmute myself. I'm going to do that like every time because <laughs> that's like not super annoying. Uh, Jesse, we're talking about, by the way, we're talking about the uh, 
the Butler High School football uh, or the cheerleader team that is now going to, quote, face consequences after they hung a big banner or held the big banner that the football team ran through at the football game last Friday. And the banner was, uh, they called it insensitive, which I don't know why it's insensitive. Uh, This is, are we not? Are we not just dealing with our history in a truthful manner? Um, that this sign said, sniff, sniff, you smell that privilege. And they're just like, you know, obviously attacking Charlotte Catholic's uh, football program and the, the students and the parents. So uh, they're now going to they're now in trouble for this. They're going to face consequences. And I don't think they should. I think they are simply proving that they learned the lessons that the woke Teachers, the woke parents, the woke administrators, this is wokeism. This is what they are taught. I don't understand how you can like raise up a generation in the cultural revolution and then be surprised when they start, you know, putting the dunce caps on the professors. All right. Uh, let me go over here to Jesse. Welcome to the show, Jesse. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Hey, uh, these kids are just a little too fast mm. uh, for the establishment right now. They were educated too strongly and too quickly ah. about their privileges, and they decided to show everyone uh, their learnings. And what's really going on is is they realize that these kids picked up on this way too fast, and society as a whole isn't ready for it. I'm of the opinion that the left has, has aggressively moved with their CRT stuff a little too fast, and now it's biting them in the rear end, and this is a consequence of their strong push to get rid of uh, any conservative ideas in the schooling, and now it's just coming up a little too fast for the adults to control. And yes. I don't like that. Sort of like baking cookies, uh, where you you want them to achieve a certain temperature, but you you can't get there too quickly, or they or they'll burn. They'll just get overcooked. So you got to do it slow and steady, or you know, like uh, like a good piece of steak. You want it. You want to cook it low and slow. You can't go well, too fast. Haven't, they haven't let the steak rest. They just uh, put the steak on the hot pan, and they pulled it off, and they haven't let it rest yet. Mm. So the juices are starting to flow out a little too fast <laughs> when they cut into it. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm very hungry. I'm not sure why. So um, this is so this is interesting. I'm not sure that um, – so I will say this. I think a year of kids learning at home, and I use the term learning very loosely, uh, I think – Parents got a glimpse of what's been going on, and that has prompted a lot of this. Also, uh, because, look, if you're a talk radio fan, you've been listening to the kind of uh, these kinds of stories going on for a decade, right? We used to make fun of cry closets and stuff on college campuses. Like, for a decade, we've been mocking these people. And uh, we always thought that once the kids got out of college, they went to the, quote, real world, they would be disabused of this dumbassery. But apparently, no, they've infected the rest of society. So now we are just swimming in, like, just copious amounts of dumbassery. Well, they they turned this minority into this imaginary monster that's so large and untouchable uh, and, and they just let this imaginary monster and the media just keep pumping the tires of this thing. And it's it's gotten a little too big. And now all of a sudden, the the like you were saying, the, the conspiracy theories that this is going to happen are now finally taking place. 
now it's just so popular and the media is pumping the tires in this stuff that now it seems to be, well, here we are. Let's go ahead and just run with it. And yeah, well, because there, there was because there hasn't been the intellectual pushback against these ideas in any kind of a meaningful way in the culture. Right. There was like if you talk to people who defend the critical race theory garbage, you hear the the argument that, well, this is just some, you know, really esoteric kind of uh, legal uh, coursework at Harvard and nobody teaches that in school. Right. You've heard all of that, uh, uh, that uh, deflection. Right. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's where the debate about CRT was being held for a good many years. But it broke containment. It's it's now let loose upon the entire society. It's no longer confined to, you know, critical legal studies from whence it came. It's now, uh, thanks to Kimberly Crenshaw and uh, the intersectionality component, which then gives rise to the, you know, uh, the white privilege stuff, the anti-racism stuff, uh, the white rage stuff. All of that is all under that same heading because it all has the same roots, which is, of course, neo-Marxism. But the, the, the point is that it's no longer just contained on the campus. And so we're not having those intellectual arguments or debates. And if you even try, then you get called a racist. And this is the way all of these, uh, these uh, struggle sessions unfold, whether they're on social media or they're in the workplace. People just shut up and take it because they don't want to make any waves and be labeled a racist or they get labeled a racist. Those are the options. Indeed, you're absolutely correct. Um, it, this, there was a, Dr. Jordan Peterson has been talking about this for years and years and years. And uh, dare I say, this started in, in Canada. And he was warning Canadians long before uh, the bill was passed that, you know, using someone's pronoun is now against the law. Yeah. So they, they've established, now they've got establishment. They've got precedence now. And they can do this wherever they want to do it because they have precedents in Canada. And now it's creeping down here in the United States. Unfortunately for us, uh, well, we're, we're engulfed by this liberal media wing that does not allow discussion of this to take place. So if you have a child who was educated in this system, you can't have a discussion with that child because they're too emotionally fragile mm -hmm. to actually defend the position that they think they support. Yeah, this actually, yeah, it gets to um, this gets to a clip that I actually uh, pulled the other day with uh, Barry Weiss. She used to be with the New York Times, and she went on to uh, the CNN show hosted by that potato, and uh, she uh, he he was challenging her in a way that he didn't challenge Mark Elias, we listened to yesterday. So I've got that audio. I'll play it uh, after the break. Jesse, I appreciate the call, man. Thanks. Here's an email to Pete at the Pete com from Joseph, who says, Pete, if we are going to live under a woke reign of terror, then I want a circular firing squad putting everybody on the block for virtually anything. Well, that's true. I mean, you really can't go full French Revolution unless you're willing to kill a whole bunch of the revolutionaries, right? That's kind of the deal. Uh, the Butler High School kids are learning the hard way that the revolution, brought to you by Google and Facebook, eats their own in the end. Right, this is one of the truism of wokeism, which is, you will never be woke enough. Ever. It's just, a, it, that's why it's a self-defeating ideology, just like all collectivism and that's what wokeism is. Um, it's and just like racism. It's collectivism. It's the lowest form of collectivism, right? So when you view everything through this prism of race, you're that's a collectivist view. You're not seeing the individual. Look, this is the the, the 
the effort to get people to view their fellow human beings as individuals with value and, and, and uh, dignity and worth, like, this is not a new fight, right? Been going on like, since recorded history, like literally, like Jesus. Like he was trying to tell people, you know, just because the guy is from somewhere else, it doesn't mean that he's not like you. We are all brothers and sisters. So, you know, maybe help him out if you see him on the side of the road. That kind of story, you know, kind of. <laughs> so uh, this is the, uh, the, but this is the problem with all collectivism. And these kids are simply being taught the lessons of this philosophy. And I don't know why you punish the cheerleaders for expressing proof that they learned your lesson. They learned your lesson. They view everyone at Charlotte Catholic schools as privileged. And it doesn't matter if they are or are not. They view them as white, rich, privileged. And that is an insult to them, right? Well, okay, probably just rich, white is the insult, and then privileged is an adjective, but also, I guess, kind of an insult, too. So, yes, this is the lesson that you have, uh, that you've given them. So when they make the sign that says, sniff, sniff, you smell that? Privilege. Like, that's, I just say take a bow. Butler High administrators and teachers, you guys, you, you obviously did, and parents too. The parents of the kids that all, that didn't see any problem with this. I don't, I don't blame the kids; they just learned a lesson. And again, I'm just really excited, pretty jazzed that anybody in CMS learned anything. Like I'm always excited to hear that news. That's fantastic. They learned something. I mean, it's detrimental for society and everything, but so be it. On Monday. Charlotte Mecklenburg School spokesperson Vicki Grooms sent a statement over to the Observer and said, quote, CMS is aware of an insensitive banner. Why is it insensitive? It's literally the curriculum, <laughs> right? It's, oh, well, Pete, this is not actually the curriculum. But, right, okay, it's the pedagogical model that you guys use, right? It's th- these ideas, these concepts are infused in all things. Why would it be insensitive to display this banner at the the Butler cheerleading squad, you know, prior to the school football game versus Charlotte Catholic last Friday? The individuals responsible will face consequences as a result of the banner display. School and district officials will offer no specific information about this disciplinary matter. Groom said that uh, Butler Principal Vincent Golden and Learning Community Superintendent Tangela Williams had spoken with administrators at Catholic and offered a verbal apology. In addition, wait, 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 wait. Why are you apologizing to the uh, to, to the uh, offended here? Right? Isn't this the whole point of the work? You guys are always talking about putting in the work. Isn't this the work? Wouldn't this have uh, been a better opportunity to have the conversation? Isn't that what's required in circumstances like this? I mean, they're basically calling you guys racist. And if, if you say you're not, then that's proof you are. It's like you guys don't even know your own lesson plan. What's going on here? What am I missing? What? In addition, CMS spokeswoman Vicki Grooms, sorry, spokesperson Vicki Grooms, said the Butler cheerleaders have sent an apology to the Catholic cheerleaders. 
and that there would be a meeting between the squads. Oh, gosh. I can't think of, I cannot think of an event that I would not want to be at more than that meeting. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Give me an I, give me an M, give me a sorry, give me, okay. They say that this will facilitate goodwill and understanding. You think so? You understand this, okay? Goodwill is not the purpose of any of these struggle sessions. Goodwill is not the purpose of the work. Goodwill is not the purpose of the DEI trainings. It's not the purpose of critical race theory, critical legal studies, critical studies. It's It's not the purpose of any of that. That's not the point of any of this. In a statement, Catholic principal Kurt Telford said, quote, We appreciate the outreach we've received from the Butler High School community and are confident our good relationship with them will continue. We understand how emotions surrounding sports events can sometimes result in actions that do not represent an organization's values. What? What are you talking about? That's exactly the values that they... What what has this whole fight been about except this? Like, I've had arguments with morons from the public radio affiliates about this garbage. And what they always say is, are you saying that you're not privileged? Are you saying you're not privileged? You need to admit you're privileged. Admit your privilege! Like, this is the whole point of the work. Don't tell me it doesn't represent the organization's values. It precisely represents their values. He goes on to say, it's our hope that everybody will learn from such moments. At the end of the day, we are all one community. Which, honestly... If you're going to offend some people, it is probably best to target the Christians because, like, I mean, you know they're going to forgive you. <laughs> That's, I mean, really, seriously, though, right? there, Of all the people you could offend, of all the religions, let's say, of all the religious orders that you chose to offend and pick on, the, the Christian one is probably, I mean— What's really the downside for you, right? Seriously, like they're going to forgive you. They got that whole turn the other cheek. They're not lopping off heads or anything. Not that I'm saying anybody would do such a crazy thing like that. I'm just pointing out that they they would not, Christians are not doing this to people who offend them. So it's, uh, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty safe, uh, safe, soft target for you. But no, I, I, I don't think that the, the Butler High School teenagers should be apologizing. I don't think that they should face any consequences, and I don't think it's an insensitive message. By the standards that the left and K-12 education uh, hold, they, they, these are their standards. The kids simply learned the lesson. Um, due to the school district said in a statement, squad members and adults responsible for oversight will face consequences. Officials from Butler also apologized to Charlotte Catholic. Um, oh, yeah, that's the same thing. This is off of uh, MSN.com. So, yeah, it's gone national, so it's all over the national uh, feeds as well. So just good job, Butler. Like I said, proof that Butler teachers did impart some knowledge in the past year or two at school. I think that's worth celebrating. Kids learned something.